Hello and welcome to the Off the Back podcast. I'm your host Paul, and I'm Nathan. Um, yeah, that's fun. <laughs> so Nate, first podcast. How you feeling? Um, I don't know. I'm just chilling. I'm rolling with it. Just chilling. Nice. Ah, uh, we want to tell the people what this podcast is about. Um, literally just anything. <laughs> Massachusetts, track and field, cross country, hot takes, all that. Yeah, we got Lopez's hot takes on this one. Get ready, people. Um, yeah. So our hope for this is to hopefully next episode to get a guest on. Um, we want to go around and we want to talk to a lot of the top uh, runners in Massachusetts, see what their takes are on things, get to know them a little bit. Um, yeah. Right, Nate? Yep. <laughs> so to start off, I thought we'd uh, just get to know us two a little bit, ask, ask each other some questions. So Lopez, yeah, give us a little bit of background on yourself. Um, I am a junior at St. John's Prep, and I'm on the cross country and track team, where I run distance, mile, two mile on the track, and then obviously five k in cross country. Um. And I don't know. I just like to have fun. All right, Nate. Um, what is your favorite event out of out of the ones you do? Mm, I don't know. It depends how I'm feeling. If depends I want how you're feeling. If I want something exciting, I'll drop down to the mile or maybe even like the k or eight the k your dog at the k no i'm not and then if i'm going for a good race like two miles kind of my my sweet spot two miler yep all right what what's your favorite workout to do um I have no idea. I mean, for not hills. Cross, for cross. No, I love the hills. What are you cross, talking about? It's gotta be. It's either hills or Endicott loops for cross. Because I like to. Endicott loops are solid. Ripping out front. <laughs> ripping and, out front. Yep. And then for track, um, I don't know. Probably the classic. 12 by 400 little progression in there and just ripping all day fair enough all right um so i'm paul i'm also a junior at st john's i um also run cross country and track i do distance mile to mile um yeah lopez is a big fan of that um I don't know what my favorite event is. Lopez, what do you think my favorite event is? What's my best event, Lopez? Um, I don't know. I mean, you think you're a miler, but, like, you're not. I don't know. The, mile, like, the mile's fun. I'd say the mile's like my most. You're kind of dog at the two. I'm kind of dog at everything. Fair enough. Big, big time trialer, though, right? Put me in a time trial. Oh. <laughs> Hands will be thrown. I think you can't perform in a bigger race. No, I just can't race. <laughs> like, just straight up can't race. Not even, not going to sugarcoat it. Just can't race. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, I don't know what my favorite workout is. Endicott loops are, Endicott loops are good for cross. Um, I don't know on the track, though. Maybe broken twelves. Oof. Maybe. Depends how I'm feeling. Know, 
All right, Nate, we're going to get right into it. Let the people know your three favorite runners, because this is a very controversial topic among people. And you can, everybody can make their own judgments on what he says, but yeah. Like, All right. let's hear him. All right, so number one has to be my guy, D. Brazzy, Donovan Brazier. Yeah, okay, so um, world champ in the 800. 800 world champ. You feel me? Yeah. But, but like, I, I've liked him before the world champ. Uh huh. So like, that's what he says. So like, you gotta take that into account. Yeah. Uh-huh. He's my guy. That's a lie. Um, and then number two. Honestly, I don't really know the order of the next two, but Cole Hawker, my guy, just. <laughs> In, so, so when incredible. did you start liking Cole Hawker? About this time last year, right? Um, no, nah, I've been a big fan his whole career since his he won Foot Locker. Oh. Like, he's just been my guy. And last year, he threw down some nasty doubles, some nasty performances at the Olympics, and he's just he's just my guy. Mm-hmm. And then sure. Number three, mm, I don't really have a number. See, three, what he doesn't want to tell you but, is that it's Jakob Ingebrigtsen because that just exposes the fact that you're just a massive bandwagon. You like the no, three? Are you no, no, three like the hottest no, no. runners in the world right now? And you're just like, oh, I liked them before they were good. No, I think it's got to be. Grant Fisher. Oh yeah, you know, because that's he's a new just one. way better than he's just way better than Joe Clacker. Dude, shut up. Um, so that's gotta be my number three. Shut up. Fisher's on like the burritos, dude. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, but he's still better than Clacker. Yeah, but Clacker's and... not doing drugs. Nah, he he wasn't doing. Even if he's doing drugs now, he wasn't in the NCAA, and he has more titles than Flecker. He has more titles. Shut up. What do you mean? What do you mean? What do I mean? <laughs> Fisher's soft. I mean, I mean, Fisher's better than Flecker. Dude, I'm, Fisher had, like, he was only a little bit faster in the five until as of, like, two weekends ago when he ran his American record. Like yeah, I ran like 1306, 1305. But championships. Championships. What do you mean championships? Championships is what I mean. I mean, at the trial. Okay, are we talking about trials? Fisher more, got second. Clacker got more third. More NCAA championships. Dude, nobody gives a, he, nobody he cares beat, about the beat. NCAA championships. How he, many champion, NCAA championships does Jakob have? Look how he's none, doing. None, but he's an Olympic champ, so it's different. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Fisher has more NCAAs. Fisher has the win over him at um, USA's. Dude, they were just trying better. to make the team at USA's. One Klecker like didn't Fisher. even try once they yeah, got but, into the Yeah, but who <laughs> performed better at the Olympics? Grant Fisher. He got fifth. Yeah, and Tough. what did and and what did Klecker get? Tough day for Klecker. Yeah. Tough, all tough right. day for Klecker. All That's right. all we gotta say. Tough day for Klecker. We all know who's better. Yeah, uh-huh, Klecker. Bummer. Uh-huh. Well, that, that's my three guys. Yeah. So, Nate, biggest bandwagon in the sport, confirmed. No, um, no. But yes, you are. All right. Next, Salami, Gatorade Player of the Year. Who would have thought? Anybody who watches cross-country. I mean, like, you can't really argue that. No, my so my he, thing is, so, so I think, like, Lex and Leo kind of get screwed though. 
Salami's not there. Whoever was winning California was winning the national one. Yeah. I agree Salami was better than them because Salami beat them in all the important races. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, it would have had to have been Lex or Leo if it wasn't Salami. But they didn't even get California, so kind of dog. Well, yeah, but Salami's better, and he's there. Salami's so, also like, older. Yeah. Are Lex and Leo so, young? Like young juniors like you, or... I don't know. No, because they were six. Uh, Lex was 16 when he ran the 3K, like two weeks ago. Three weeks ago? Mm-hmm. Whenever they're it was. Probably like, they're probably like April or something. Probably. Probably. If it wasn't Salami to win it, who would have won it? Leo. No, but Leo doesn't count, like, not including them. Mm, probably Riley Ho. Yeah, you're right. Why wow, he won? He won Foot Locker, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he won Foot Locker, and he was what fifth at running lane. Well, was he fourth? Or who got fourth? No, that was... was Zanberg and got fourth. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fifth. So I think no, that been makes been. sense. That makes sense. Or my guy, Sherry. Or your guy, Sherry. Well, I mean, like, Sherry, had a, Sherry had a little bit of a tough nationals. And unlike everybody else, he didn't double um, running lane and footlocker yeah so that is true i don't know how do you feel about that i could see what he was going for but obviously it didn't work out i mean watching footlocker you could see what his plan was his plan was to try and run away from everybody on the hill the second time around but I mean, it worked except for those two other kids. And then he just faded. Riley just looked a lot better than him coming down the hill. That is true. Do you think that Sherry should have done anything different? I don't know. Part of me would have liked to see him run running lane just because I feel like, at least here on the East Coast, Sherry's kind of our guy, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just being from New England and stuff. And so I feel like a lot of people liked his chances. Ah. He, out of everybody in the country, he had the best shot against that Newbury Park trio. Yeah. Um, and it's un- a little unfortunate that we didn't get to see that happen. But even if like NXN happened, we weren't going to see it happen because Sherry's always going to Foot Locker. It would always have gone to Foot Locker. Mm-hmm. So I don't really think like, yeah, it's a little unfortunate. Maybe we'll get to see him on the track. Is Sherry committed to New Balance? I guess Newbury Park's doing the four by mile at New Balance, aren't they? They're not doing individual yeah. events as far as we know. So yeah. good, good news for Chuck. <laughs> won't get lapped in the two mile yeah um, he's still in there yeah well Sherry will probably run it yeah what about Puffer what's Puffer done indoors anything I think you're in like 410 at the Grand Prix uh, I think that was his opening oh yeah. I don't know if he's raced so uh, obviously, Puffer had a little bit of a tough cross-country season, although he did well in Nationals. Yeah. Um, now he, he had a good showing in Nationals, but not so much at New England's. Um, yeah. So we got some good races coming up this weekend. There's uh, U.S. Indoors 
thoughts on that thoughts on Hawker and tier both going for the 1500 3k double as far um, as we know I'm going to be honest. I didn't even know that that me was happening this weekend. Well. Poor advertising. Yeah. Also, Bowerman's not going. Yeah. I don't know why. I think Josh Thompson is running like the 15 or something. Bowerman's just so weird, dude. Like, who knows? Who knows with them? What are your thoughts on the team? On who's making the team? No, I'm like on Bowerman. Dude, I don't know. Like what they're doing clearly works, but I'm not sure what they're doing is necessarily like the best for the sport. You know what I mean? Because they only race. What do you mean? I don't know what you mean. (laughs) What do you mean by that? They only race. They don't race a whole lot, and for. I mean, they got a lot of top people in the U.S. And obviously, like, as fans of the sport, you want to watch. You want to watch the best runners run often. But they really only come out for maybe, like, one or two races indoors, one or two races in the spring, and then USA's and Worlds or trials in the Olympics, depending on the year. So, like, I don't know. As much as, like, them running fast and – is cool and all it'd be nice to see him race a little bit more often just from a fan's perspective yeah i feel that but at the same time i feel like you gotta race a little bit less to run fast yeah and like i don't know grant fisher talked about not wanting like when they go up to altitude they um when they go up to altitude, they don't like to come down and race all that often. And the winter is a good period to get up to altitude before a strong spring stint. Yeah. So it makes sense. But I think a lot of their men are skipping out on USA indoors because they're running a 10 K like the week after, I think um, like in sound like running. 10K? Yeah, you want to hear the fields? They came out like three, four hours why, ago. Why a 10K? I don't know. They might need the standard. Um, I also so early, though. It is. It does seem a little early, especially for some of the guys. Um, you want to hear who's in it? Sure. Um, Mance, Fisher. Lopez, ah, Jager's in it. That's a surprise. Ben Blankenship's in it. That's a surprise. Woody Kincaid, Mohamed, uh, Sean McGordy, Kiernan Tuntavate. Those are. And then Pat Tiernan's in it. Alex Masai, Pat Dever, who's defending NCAA 10K champ. I guess he's not technically defending because he's pro, but yeah. I don't know. I see Fisher winning that just based on the shape he's in. I really, uh, I don't really know if anybody could challenge him in that field. Um, oh, man. That's what I was thinking, but like, didn't Mance just run a 5K with him? Or was he, yeah, Mance was in the 5K heat with him. and It was? Yeah, I think so. He was either in that one or the heat before with, like, Woody and Lopez. I don't remember. Well, there's a reason. I mean, I think he ran fast, but he didn't run 12.53, so. Yeah. I mean. But he is a 10K guy. Yeah, but. I don't know. Maybe Mo Ahmed, depending on the kind of shape he's in. I still think Mohamed might kind of be better than Fisher. Um, oh, hot take. I mean, Why do you think that? Yes, because he got silver at the Olympics. But it's been months. Since well, that's why I'm sending depending on the shape. Like at Worlds, I'm probably going to, as long as 
Yeah, at Worlds, I'd probably take Mo Ahmed over. I think Mo Ahmed has a better chance to medal at Worlds than Connor or than uh, Grant Fisher. That's bold. That is a bold statement. I don't think it is. He doesn't really have to run like trials to get on the, a Canadian team, so he's already going to be fresh coming in. Granted, Mo Ahmed does also have calm games this summer. I don't know what he's going to do about that. So maybe that has a slight effect on it, but I'm pretty sure Worlds is before that, so it doesn't really matter. He'll be fresh. Um, but think of think of Fisher's consistency. Yeah, but like, if all right, on a world stage, I would pick Mohamed to perform over Fisher because Mohamed has. Yeah, but I don't know. I think I think Fisher's as he's like getting older and more experienced, he's just getting better and better. I definitely, I I agree with you, but. I don't know. It also depends on the type of race it is at. Um, at a... All right. So that's all we have for you today. Um, hopefully I can figure out how to get this thing edited and up on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Lopez has got to work on the Instagram page. Lopez is the Instagram man. So if you ever get a DM, it's from Lopez, not me. Just want to put that out there. Um, yep. But yeah, thank you. We appreciate it. Um, if you listened, I think we've talked for like an hour, so about nothing. I'm sure most of it was pretty bad. We got rolling <laughs> when we talked about uh, all states, though. You know, it's the stuff yeah. we know about. Lopez has got the takes on that one because he likes to talk about himself. It'll, the the podcast will get more interesting as we mix it up with the people. It will. We got to get used to it too. Just give us some time. Trust in the process, you know. Um. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Lopez, you got any final words? Nope. That's it. Peace out. Our worlds. Yeah. Um, also, depend- yeah, got to see who's there. But mm, I, nah, I take. I think Fisher will probably is the best shot of winning out of this field because of the kind of shape he's in right now. Obviously, what, three, four weeks can change? Like, Mohamed still ran what twelve fifty five, yeah, something like that. Twelve fifty five, twelve fifty eight, something like that. You got to be in good shape to run that. But I still, yeah, I I think it'll be good. I what I have a feeling it's going to end up turning into. Looking at who's in here from Bowerman. Um, especially from Bowerman is just time trial from them up front and guys like probably got, I got someone like Mance or I don't know. There's some other good guys in here. A guy like Mance, maybe Andy Bucart is just going to kind of hop on the back of that train. And then whoever's the fittest out of Bowerman is just going to take it in the second half. Once the pacers step off. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't, I don't think that Mance is going to challenge for the lead? Well, knowing Mance, he, he'll try. Well, I don't know. It depends. It depends on what Mance wants to get out of the race, too. I got to imagine most of the guys in this race, most of the American guys in this race, and, and uh, most everybody in this race just wants the standard if they don't already have it. Yeah. I, I'm confused as to why Blankenship's in it. I'm going to be honest, though. I don't know why he's in it. He's getting older, so he's moving up. Yeah, but still. Um, I don't really understand. I don't really understand that. I mean he's not quite a contender in the fifteen anymore. No, but wouldn't the wouldn't the obvious choice to be go to the five then? Yeah. I guess uh I don't know. That's a little bit interesting. We'll see what happens there. Um, that should be a good race, though. A little disappointed it's so close to USA's. A lot of those guys are skipping USA's from that, so obviously you can't turn around from, for a 10K that quickly. And mm-hmm. 
the issue is nobody really cares about USAs because all these guys have said they're not going to world indoors, even if they make the team. So like, what's the point of them running USAs with this 10 K, especially if like you're a 10 K guy. Yeah. A little bit disappointed. My guy clacker is not in there, but <laughs> put my money on him. If he was, I don't know, man. But, and then the woman's field came out too. No one really, Tell me about it. no one really jumping off the page. Um, at least Cranny's in it. Uh, she'll probably win if I had to guess. Looking at the field, Courtney Frerix is in it. I got to imagine she's a pacer or something. I don't know why she'd be running a ten k. Like same with yeah. kind of the same with McGordy and Jager on the men's side. Like. I don't see why. I got to imagine McGordy will try and go for the steeple field, steeple again this year. I think it's one of the softer events in the U.S. on the men's side. Oh. And then, obviously, Frerix isn't going in the 10K. She's going in the steeple. So, I don't know why. Although, that's what I'm thinking. Um, Carmela Kamak. Carmada Baez, girl from Oregon, runs for OAC. Should be interesting to see what she does. She's NCAA 10K champ, too. Um, thoughts on that? Um, I'm not familiar with her. Where did, where did she go? To she went to Oregon. Oh. oh. Yeah, her? Yeah. What, what is she running again? She's on the 10th. At uh, USA's? No, she's Spanish. Uh, she... They don't run the 10 indoors either. No, she's run the 10 at this, the meet, the sound running meet. Um, what are my <laughs> thoughts on it? You think she can challenge Elise Cranny or you think? Uh, no, probably not. I mean, I think she's got a little ways to go before. Is it that level? Yeah, I mean, makes sense. At least Karani just ran 14.33. Um, yeah, interesting field from the women's. I'd say the men's is more, like jumps off the paper a little bit more, mainly because more Bowerman guys. Um, yeah. And we know what kind of shape they're in right now. Um. Yeah. And then the other big thing happening this weekend in Boston, Josh Kerr is going for the 1500 and the mile British record this weekend in the same race. We think mm-hmm. he's, you think he's getting it. Um, how is the race going to be set up? Like, is he, I got to imagine this with pacing, be a pacer. Or like racing. No, I got to imagine it's a pace thing. I don't really think anybody – because the issue is all the U.S. guys, if they're running this weekend, they're going to run at USA's. There's no reason they would run – there's no reason they would run um, in Boston this weekend. Yeah. Um... And then there's – it's not going to be any fast college guys either because they all have conference this weekend. Mm Mm-hmm. So I got to imagine it's going to be him and a pacer. I mean, I think uh, I think he's like capable of doing it, uh, but I don't know if it's going to happen or not. Uh, yeah, he's. I, mean, I think it's kind of just like obviously, if you miss the fifteen one, you're not you're getting probably that. not getting the mile one either. Well, I don't know if he's going for the indoor or, like, the total, like, the all-time. I don't know what the indoor British one is, but I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I, I think it'll be tough. I think especially in that setup, I when I think of Josh Kerr, I mean, he did run 331 with a pacer in the same kind of situation um, last spring, but... I still kind of see. That was also the spring. Or the last summer? No. no like, 
No, like I mean, that was spring. We're in February right now. Oh, so last like, spring. Nah, because it, it was in like June difference or of, May. Difference of fitness. Yeah. But, yeah, you're right. But I'm just saying, I kind of think of Josh Kerr as more of a racer, more of a competitor rather than a time trialer. But also remember, he did run 331 in a similar setup. Yeah. It's something to take into account. So it should be a, it should be a good week of racing regardless. Although, mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like nobody really cares about indoor USAs. Nobody's going for the world team. Yeah. I mean, if you're looking in the 3K and the 15, maybe like some of the 10-man guys in the 3K would go to the world team. But I looking at the 3K field, Hawker won't. Hawker already said he won't. So, I don't, I don't know. I can't really think of the incentive to go. Yeah, I don't think a lot of like the distance side is really interested. Because it's just too tough of a turnaround to it's big world big world championship this year for uh, guys from the US. Or uh, really yeah. anybody that kind of trains out of the US too. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know why Cooper Tier is not running the 3K and just the 15. Um, I mean, it's probably, I guess, it's probably where he's at in his training right now because Hawker's doubling. I mean, like I said, Hawker's just a beast, so. Bad take. And Chalimo's not there, but I think Chalimo's training in Africa right now. Yeah. Um, at least that's what I've seen on his Instagram recently. Um, but kind of funny that Chalimo isn't because he's called out people before for skipping USA's US indoors. That is true. So you're in it the last time I had it. Twenty twenty. So. I think he's won like three of the last four three Ks at USA's US indoors. Yeah, but um, so I don't know, but maybe just coming off of maybe same boat for him, it doesn't really make that much sense to do it. Um, yeah, I mean, I think no one really sees it as a big meet, no one sees it as a big deal. Um, 1500 should be interesting though. It's got Hawker, Tier, Colby Alexander. Ingles, Gregoric Thompson, um, and Vinciati. So, all guys who have run fast. Um, I don't know. I like either Cooper or Cole for that one. I'm going to be honest. I don't see yeah. Ingles. I don't really see Ingles uh, contesting those two. You're not feeling Ingles at the first. No, don't get me wrong. I like him. I just don't feel like. He's shown what Cooper or Cole has shown this indoor season. I don't think what anybody about, has. Nobody else has run 350, so. What about Colby Alexander? I don't know. I don't think he can kick as well as Cooper. I don't think he has the raw speed that Cooper and Cole have. I think they're just flat out better. You know what I mean? Flat out. That's crazy. Um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what kind of race they make it. I got a got a feeling that Tier will probably try and push it just because um, Cooper will or Cole will have. Um, I'm pretty sure he'll have a final. No, I think that's first. I think that's before. No, I don't know. Cole, if Cole's coming off the 3K, yeah, it's after the 3K, so it'd be better. 
Cooper's going to be tired, but we obviously know doubling's not that big of an issue for Cole. He ran like three thirty-five, and then like thirteen twenty in the span of like an hour, two hours. So because he's he's just that guy. He's just that guy. He is. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not denying it. Um, I I think you're sleeping on him a little. Why would I sleep on a guy that got sixth at the Olympics and the stack 1500? I don't know. I'm just catching that vibe. Well, obviously, Cooper's looked a little bit better than him this indoor season. Yeah, but that's how it was last year. And then come, like, February and March, my guy Hawker was just on top. Yeah, it should be interesting to see. Um, obviously, those two kind of split in distance in events come the spring. Cooper probably go to the five, although we talked about doing the 15, but I don't know. I feel like that – 15 team will be interesting. Um, Obviously, Centro hasn't raced at all indoors, so who knows what's going on with him. Mm. So. Got anything else, Lopez? Got any other hot takes? Um, Like for running or just in general? Just in general, what's going on? <laughs> um, no, uh, we got the big Massachusetts state coming oh, weekend. Big. Do we have any hot takes there? Hot takes there. Mm, We're two little days surpri- out. Little surprise, man. Freddie's running the K over the mile. That is true. Little surprised about that, especially because you're you're in the mile and you're soft as hell. So it didn't even make it into the fast heat of the mile. So no, I'm, I might be in now. Yeah, because like, him and Tubman Lancaster, are running the K, right? No, Lancaster City, he got me up to the 14th seed, oh, and there's 30 guys. That's just fraudulent. <laughs> that is fraudulent, Lancaster. Oh. I'm going to have to talk to somebody about that. Don't let too many people hear that. They're going to be mad about it. Oh. Oh. Sorry, guys. Big two mile, though. Big, always big two mile. Big two mile. Massachusetts Ross, is spoiled. I feel like... Ross Burgess. Chuck. Chuck. Sullivan. Sullivan's you, in the two, right? Sullivan. Who are you taking? Hmm. This is a big one. Especially students are trying to get Ross on the pod next episode. <laughs> um, I don't know. Ross, I got to go with either Ross or Burgess. Uh, I don't know. What? Who do you think? All right. I mean, me obviously, out. I got to back my guy, Chuck. But outside so, of that. We got our guy, Chuck. You know, solid runner. Chuck's gonna do all has, the work. Though. Has had a has had a decent season up to this point, um, but I just don't see him having what it takes to hang on to guys like Ross and Burgess no, till see. the end. And when it, if it does come down to a kick, um, I think most of us are familiar with Chuck's <laughs> kick and can agree that he won't win it like that. So, unfortunately, we got to write off our guy Chuck. Um, Sullivan? Sullivan's kind of a mystery, you know? Like, doesn't really show himself at the front as much. And he could either be feeling real good one day and show it, show it in the last 200 or he could not have a good day and be out of it with 800 to go. Yeah. Um, I think all of it. Yeah. I think our two guys 
Burgess and Roth are going to be pushing it up there. Um, I think when it comes to speed, I feel like it might be a little bit more in Ross's corner. When what's Ross running a mile versus Burgess? I think Ross ran 418 last year. Burgess has run 419 this year. And he closed in what? When he ran 419. Yeah, he closed ridiculous when he ran 419. Um, so it's hard to say, but I feel like Ross may have the kick. Um, but I think I feel like Burgess is going to try and run away with it. Yeah, I think it's going to be fast from the gun. Um, yeah, I gotta, I gotta imagine be... Chuck will be up there leading <laughs> at some part of the race because that's just what he does. I can't really yeah. see Sullivan. I gotta, I see Sullivan just kind of sitting back and hoping. Yeah, I mean, I think Burgess and Ross have to make it quick or they do. Sullivan's kind of Sullivan's, Sullivan's favor. I, cause I think Sullivan might like, I've seen him kick like nobody's business. Um, so I think if Sullivan's there, that's definitely something. Tough that, to beat. Yeah. It's something that if I were Ross or Burgess, I wouldn't want to let happen solely yeah. because I think they're probably faster than Sullivan and it'd be stupid for them to allow that to happen. Yeah. So yeah, it should, I that mean, should be the race of the meet. I think though. Yeah. I think so. At least from uh, the, the mile distance. There's nobody. <sighs> we have Freddie Collins who isn't, much of a leader. Um, no, when he but, ran four fourteen, he kind of had that kid from where? Where is? I don't know where the kid was from. I think he's from New Hampshire. New Hampshire. Yeah, we that kid kind of took him out. I mean, four fourteen is really good, and obviously Freddie Collins is the defending mild champ from outdoors. But I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he'll. He'll be there. Um, no, he'll definitely be there. I don't think anybody I think in, in, a, in a kick, he's pretty solid most of the time. Um, down around 60 seconds. So, um, I mean, I think if he's there, he's got a good shot. And then I guess we have, we have to take into consideration and Freddie and... Um, and Freddie's running the K. Well, yeah, he's Definitely in the K. And then Tubman, uh, we're not sure if he's going to be in the K or the mile. Um, or both. He would be technically the number two guy for the season, 416. It doesn't make any sense BU. to me why you double. No, he can't 416 at BU. He can't use that as a qualifier. Well, yeah, but just like time wise, all right, like performance well, yeah. wise, he's number two. Um, and then we kind of just got a whole bunch of guys like 421 to 426 or so. Well, there's um, you, Freddie Coleman, um, um Strayer, the other AB kid. The other AB kid. Um, um, there's the Western Academy kid. Yeah, oh, but he might be doing the uh, two because he ran ta- he ran nine like thirty earlier this season, like nine low nine thirties. So yeah. I, I don't know. He comes to across as more of a two guy in my opinion. So I could see him running the two, even though he ran the mile at uh, divisionals. Yeah, um, I, mean, I think. It'd be a good race to jump into for him to run a decent race time-wise. Yeah. I mean, if you want to run a fast time in that too, if that's the race to be in, just hop on the back and hold on for as long as you can. Yeah. I mean, the more guys I can 
I can. The more guys you can get out of there, the better. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, yeah, I kind of need. I need all the spots I can get, so I can get into that New England meet. Oh yeah, you do. That. <laughs> so that New England meet's weird though, because I got to imagine a lot of the top distance guys won't go if they even if they qualify. I just don't see why they would. Um, I mean, I feel like I don't I don't know why. I don't know if there's a reason not to or to, to go. Uh, quicker, well, it's a quicker I mean, think, turnaround to nationals this year. It's only a week versus the normal two weeks. I know, like, Sherry and Puffer plan on going, I'm pretty sure. So oh, well, two I hear two-miler. The two-mile, and I think Sherry's doubling, mile and two-mile. So those – We'll definitely have like a uh, quick pace up front. Sherry loves to just drive it from the beginning. Yeah, obviously. Uh, well, he's obviously thinking he's the best kid, so why wouldn't he? Yeah. Uh, then you also got the other Sherry, who's just a couple seconds behind. Um, some. I know you have Kipiego from Rhode Island who be down in like the four ten range in the mile if he runs there or I mean probably low nines for the two. Um and you think that two mile could go under nine with the guys that are potentially gonna be in it at New England's or even at divisionals or at all states. At all states um, I mean, it's hard to say. I think uh, we haven't really seen a all-out race from any of these guys Anybody? in yeah. the two-mile. And, I mean, they've run – I know Burgess has run some solid miles, but probably not up to what he could do. Yeah. Um, so, I mean – it's kind of a toss-up just based on fitness, so I guess we'll see. I'd have to be a pretty big PR for everybody in that field, too, because it's a lot of low 9-10 guys. Nobody yeah. – unless – yeah, because I don't think – I think the all PRs are like 9-11 and 9-12 from all states in the spring. Yeah, I think I think it'll definitely go under like 9-10. yeah. Unless it's a, a unless for mind. some reason it's a tactical. Yeah. And nine ten indoors at Reggie is not bad. Yeah. So anything under that would be moving. Yeah, it'll be a good one to watch though. I'm yeah. Definitely hyped for that one. Obviously. It should be good. Too bad you're not in it, but just have to wait for the spring for that one, won't we? We will have to wait till the spring. So. Yeah. All right, well, that's all I got. Yeah, I mean, I think we got some more hot topics in our mind that we're going to save for some later episodes when We've got the appropriate guests in for them. Yeah, we um, definitely – the plan for this podcast is, like you said earlier, we definitely want to try to talk to some of the top runners in Massachusetts, get their takes on things, uh, you know, kind of uh, let um, people, I don't know, get a sense of what other teams are like from around the state you know, outside of their small bubble. So, um, yeah, it's going to be good. That's going to be solid. It's going to be solid. We'll get some hot takes from them. We'll, we'll see what they're thinking about things. Um, hoping to get somebody on after all States though. Um, with it, they're fresh with that race, fresh in their mind, see what they think. Um, yep. 
Yeah. Oh, Nate, you want to explain the name of the podcast? The Off the Back the podcast. podcast. Um, I mean, Off the Back, you know, that's kind of where Love It likes to race from. Um, but, you know, just Off the Back. Just sometimes, sometimes you're in a race, you know, and you look up one minute, you're right in there, and then the next, whoa, shot out the back. <laughs> the move gets made, and you're like, whoa, there it goes. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Love to see it, though. Love to see it. So, yeah. Um, hope to have a guest on next time. Um, it's definitely what we want to start Indeed doing. We do. So Lopez has got to work on that though. Lopez has the connections, not me. <laughs> got to get some of my guys in here. Yeah. Although I can get my guy Chuck on. I think I can pull those strings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> hopefully. If he's not too uh, busy, you know. Yeah. Cause because he's doing so much during the day. He's spitting. All right. So that's all we have for you today. Um, hopefully I can figure out how to get this thing edited and up on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Lopez has got to work on the Instagram page. Lopez is the Instagram man. So if you ever get a DM, it's from Lopez, not me. Just want to put that out there. Um, yep. But yeah, thank you. We appreciate it. Um, if you listened, I think we've talked for like an hour, so about nothing. I'm sure most of it was pretty bad. We got rolling when we talked about uh, all states, though. You know, it's the stuff yeah. we know about. Lopez has got the takes on that one because he likes to talk about himself. It'll the the podcast will get more interesting as we mix it up with the people. It will. We got to get used to it too. Just give us some time. Trust in the process. You know. Um. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Lopez, you got any final words? Nope. That's it. Peace out.